Hello, and thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. This podcast is brought to you by SiteGround. SiteGround is known for its quality web hosting services. Learn more about them at SiteGround.com. Welcome to the Geek to English podcast. Each week on the Geek to English podcast, we are going to discuss a different technical topic in plain old English. No unexplained technical terms, no insider jargon, no developer speak. We take the technical and make it easy to understand. We translate geek to English. On occasion, I get called in to help with sites that are having technical problems. One time, a client complained to me that their site was running slow. I'm doing the whole air quotes things. They gave me my own administrator account, and I logged in to find out that there were over 60 plugins activated and another 20 deactivated but still installed. Yeah, I think we found the problem. After an exhausting couple of days of testing, deactivating, retesting, and tracing down why the plugins were installed to begin with, and a little bit of general troubleshooting, we had removed over half the plugins activated and all the ones that had been deactivated, and the site was back to an acceptable speed. So, how many plugins is too many? Well, the answer to that is a firm, it depends. The number of plugins isn't the only factor. Yes, 60 plugins was a red flag, but by itself, that's not necessarily a problem. In complex systems like modern websites, there is rarely a single variable in play that's going to make the difference. In addition to the number of plugins you may have installed on your WordPress site, you need to consider the nature of those plugins. Some plugins may execute quickly, while others do very expensive calculations or contact third-party services, both of which can slow your site down. Here are a couple things that you can do to help safely curtail the number of plugins on your site. First and foremost, keep a log of every plugin you install. Either keep it in a paper journal or just start a draft post on your WordPress site called Plugins Installed that you only use to list the plugins that you've installed, but also when you installed them and most importantly, why you installed each plugin. It's important to keep this electronically and make it available to anyone who might, you might bring in to work on your site. Yes, you need to know all of this information, but anyone you hire also needs to know this information. This keeps well-meaning developers and designers from playing the, is this the problem, game. It's a game in which you randomly deactivate plugins to see if the problem that you're trying to solve goes away. Don't laugh, I've played this game myself. Don't kid yourselves. Left to themselves, a lot of developers will attempt to debug your site this way because it's fast. Without a comprehensive list of the plugins and why they're installed, they really can't make good decisions on which plugins to attempt to deactivate. A lot of times, plugins have simply outlived their purpose. If you still have a countdown plugin installed that counts down the seconds until midnight of last year, you may want to deactivate and delete that plugin. Even if you're going to use it again next year, don't leave it hanging around if it's not needed. For each plugin installed, 
make note of the problem you are solving by installing it. If it's a limited time problem, note when you can safely deactivate and delete it. You get bonus points if you set a calendar reminder for yourself to deactivate and delete that plugin once it's no longer needed. SiteGround has been providing web hosting solutions for 15 years and has become known for its fast platform, top-notch security, and exceptional customer service. If you've been sitting on a great idea for a personal site, a blog, or an online shop, SiteGround will help you get it started smoothly. If you're a professional building and managing multiple client sites, SiteGround offers a powerful set of tools for collaboration and easy management that will save you work and yet give you plenty of control. Enjoy essential must-haves included for free in all of their plans, like Let's Encrypt SSL, email accounts, CDN, automated daily backups, and so much more. Check them out today at SiteGround.com. Now that you have a complete list of the plugins on your site and why they're there, set aside time during your regular maintenance routine not only to review your notes about the installed plugins, but also to make sure that there are no plugins installed that you don't have listed. See, if you find a plugin installed on your site that's not on your list, that's a serious red flag. In this case, you should contact all of your administrators first to see if any of them installed it. It could be a simple miscommunication. If, however, none of them have installed it, or worse yet, you're the only administrator on the site, so if you didn't do it, nobody did, then you may have a malware issue. In this case, you should immediately deactivate and delete the unknown plugin. The less time it's on your site, the better. Sadly though, this is only the beginning of your journey. Next, you should contact a security professional and arrange for a complete audit of your site and the underlying architecture. Not all exploits come from WordPress itself. It's possible to compromise your site from some of the programs that are used to serve up your site. Malicious plugins are one of the main reasons that we keep a list of the plugins we have knowingly installed. Many attackers count on the fact that non-technical site owners don't pay close attention to this. Even if you don't find any unknown plugins, a regular audit forces you to reevaluate each plugin and determine if it's still necessary. Many times I've installed a plugin thinking I would simply evaluate it for a week. And while it didn't do what I needed to get done, I totally forgot to delete it, thus clogging up my site with unnecessary code. Plugins are great because they give new functionality to a site without having to write new code. The downside is they are just more code that has to execute. Even with faster processors and SSD storage devices, more code means longer execution time. So make sure you're caching anything and everything whenever possible. Sometimes this is as easy as turning on SiteGround's SG Optimizer plugin. SG Optimizer does a lot to make sure that your site runs as fast as possible. Yes, it's another plugin that has to execute, but since its sole purpose is to squeeze things to the point where everything runs faster, it's totally worth the trade-off. If, however, you find that you still need more speed because the plugins you have are numerous and necessary, there are other types of caching that can be implemented. 
There are programs like Memcached that help keep frequently used pieces of information in memory instead of in the database. Memory is always faster than your database or your file system. So anytime we can stash something in memory and read it from there, we save precious time. Now, if SiteGround is your hosting partner, then all you need to do is enable SiteGround Optimizer for your account. And then in the SiteGround Optimizer plugin, enable it for that site. From that point on, SiteGround Optimizer will store things like database query results and other expensive items in memory for you automatically. If you're not hosting with SiteGround, there are a plethora of caching plugins for WordPress. Some simple, others highly complex, that can help you speed up a struggling site. In the first section, we talked about having too many plugins and how that can be an issue. When you deactivate a plugin, unless you have a rock-solid reason not to, go ahead and delete it. The safest code ever is the code you've deleted from your server. Get rid of it. Toss it out. You can always reinstall it later when you need it again, but there's no sense in just leaving old plugins installed but deactivated. You should be testing your site's performance on a regular basis. There are services that will do this for you. Or you can regularly visit webpagetest.org to see how your site is performing. Whether you test on a schedule or just every now and then, there are two very important times you absolutely have to test the speed of your site. First, you test the speed of your site before you make any significant architecture change. This doesn't mean you have to test before you post each new article. But yes, before you add or delete a plugin, change hosting partners or anything else, stop, take three to five minutes and test your site. Now, go make the change. Do whatever you're planning to do. Get it all done. Let it settle for an hour or so. Then run the exact same test again and compare the results. If you added a plugin, did it adversely affect the load time of your site? Now, that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes additional functionality is worth it. But you need to know. If you waited a while after installing it so that your cache can warm up or get loaded with the appropriate data, and the speed times are nearly the same or even worse, you want to find out why, or you want to find a better caching plugin. Then, once things have settled and you're happy with the results, remember as part of your maintenance routine to rerun your speed test. The addition of plugins to WordPress was one of the things that skyrocketed it to the most popular web platform to build on top of. That having been said, plugins also have a downside for every upside. As the site owner, it's up to you to make sure that you know what is installed, why it's installed, and to routinely audit and clean up your site. Make sure your plugins are working for you and for your site or get rid of them. Hey, thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. Do me a favor. If you like this episode, find us on your favorite podcasting network and leave us a rating. If there's something we can do better, or if there's a topic you'd love us to cover, drop me an email at cal at geek2englishpodcast.com. The number two,